Well, good morning and welcome to what is our second week in our message series and our final week in our message series looking at truth and lies. Last week I talked about how all too often we, we actually start to believe the negative thoughts that come into our minds, the, the lies that speak to us and tell us something that is negative about ourselves. And the thing is that those negative thoughts, they take control of us. They take over who we are. Last week I actually asked you if you were brave enough to actually list down some of those negative thoughts, write them down for yourself. Some of those negative thoughts that you believe in, that you've, you've let take over yourselves. During the week I asked you to pray for them, to let God speak into your lives about how they are not true for you, what God is saying to you. Some of you may found that a really easy task to do, something that just flowed off simple, easy. Other of you may have actually found that it was actually really difficult, that it was actually something that you actually had to take honestly for yourself and, and delve deep into who you are. And realise that there's pain there's heartache. But see, the reality is once we realise that there are lies that we are believing, once we realise that there is those negative thoughts that are going in our head, that there is a battle playing out in our mind, then you've actually won the first thing. See, 70% of of the work that we do when we're having issues, when we're having problems, when, when things seem to go out of control, is recognising that there's something amiss. Recognising that you do actually have negative thoughts and they are controlling our lives. See, the next big step for us is to actually let God's word speak into our lives, that God's word rewrite those negative thoughts with positive ones, with truth, with who we are. See, the good news for us is that this Bible speaks into our problems. God's word gives us truth that empowers us to break out of the old, well-worn paths of destructive thinking and onto a new path that actually leads to life. Last week I shared with you Um, a reading from Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, as our final part of our message last week. And it's going to be the opening part. So it's a carry-on message. It's moving on. And so Romans 12, verse 1 and 2 says this. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living, holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So don't copy the behaviours and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. How many people, you know, we're coming up to this time of year when it's Christmas, when it comes New Year's, and how many people make New Year's resolutions? 
Anybody ever made a New Year's resolution and said, I'm going to change this about myself. I'm going to change, you know, and, and I, know, I know I actually don't particularly like New Year's resolutions. I think we should be able to change who we are when it's the most appropriate time. We don't have to wait till a year ticks over, but I understand the, the reasoning behind why we do that. But the thing is, you know, I've made some exercise more, eat better, those kind of things. And, you know, the reality is for most of us, within a couple of weeks, maybe a month, depends on how, how committed you are into the whole thing, they've gone. You've gone back to some old patterns of behaviour. Now, for some of you, you know that I'm not a very keen or good gardener. Uh, you know, th those gardening genes passed right from my parents, right past me. But let me tell you this. You know, we've, we've got a tree in the backyard. Actually, we have a stump in the backyard. It's not really a tree anymore. But I want to tell you about that tree. Um, it used to grow right next to the fence in our backyard. So it's, you've got the fence and then you've got this tree starting to grow from underneath the fence and up. It's one of those trees that we didn't plant and I'm almost 100% certain that the people that lived in the house before us didn't plant either. It's one of those trees that, you know, the bird drops the seed and it grows up. You know, we actually have a name for those things that you don't actually plant purposefully. It doesn't matter what it is, it's called a weed. So basically this tree was a weed and, you know, the, the thing was that it would grow up and hang over the fence and then every so often when the branches that were hanging over the fence and everything else was getting too much and I needed to do something, I'd come along and I'd chop off the branches and the tree would still grow. One time we were fit of, um, you know, exuberant energy. We decided that we'd actually clear out the bit of the backyard because there's a whole lot of mess in there and leftover things and plants growing wild and this tree, which is a weed, growing up and, and being all over the place. We decided that we'd clean it all out, make it nice and neat and, you know, um, let the lawn grow back into places. And, and so I chopped down the tree. That's why we've got a stump. But you know what? It still grows. Out of that stump, every so often comes this shoot wanting to grow up and become that tree again. The roots are still intact. Even though I've taken the time to chop branches, even though I've taken the time to cut it off so there's only just a stump left and the roots in the ground, it still continues to want to grow. See, unless you actually tackle the roots, the root of the problem, it will keep on coming back. So when you make a resolution to change your behaviour, unless you actually tackle the root of the problem, then basically all you're going to do is let it grow back. The thing is, you need to change your thinking in order to change your behaviour. Here's this. This is what we're going to do. We're going to capture our negative thoughts and then replace them with scriptural truth. Romans 8, verse 5 says this. 
And those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about the things that please the Spirit. So, let your, so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. So the question is, how do we let scriptural truth, how do we let the Bible speak into our lives? How do we let the Bible control our minds? How do we let the Holy Spirit live within us and change our thinking, change our minds, change our behaviours? Now, one of the things that... um, that I love about Annette. I love many things about Annette. Annette's my wife. But one of the things is that she's really good at having some great routines. And the thing I love that she did recently, and we've had, we've only pulled it down once our bathroom was in place, but there's been a handwritten note sitting in our bathroom mirror for many years. And here's the thing, and it said this, It's a quote from Hebrews, Hebrews 11, verse 1, and it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. And so every morning, every time you go to the bathroom, look in the mirror, there's that quote from Hebrews, and then underneath it is a declaration of what Annette was going to do based on the confidence of the faith that we have in Christ. And it said there, Pray for those yet to believe. And so every time you see that, every time you read that, every time that you take that in, you are rewriting a pathway for yourself. Capturing the negative thoughts and replacing them with a biblical truth. So this takes me to the process that I want to just share with you about how we actually do this, how we take our negative thoughts capture them, remove them, and replace them with positive thoughts from the Bible, positive thoughts that will help us in our own life. And the first thing is actually write it down. First of all, write down what you read in the Bible. So when you read the Bible and there's a, there's a passage that comes out, so here's the, here's the first thing, read your Bible. And if you want to replace negative thoughts with biblical truth, you've actually got to read the Bible in order for the Word of God to actually speak into your lives. Actually take the time. Come and actually do a Bible study. Come and be a part of a life group. Come and take the messages from each Sunday and reflect on those readings. Read the Bible. And when you read them, actually take that physical physical step of writing it down. Whatever way you want to record it, but record it in front of you. So you're taking that process rather than just reading it, letting it flow through. You're actually taking it, slowing your brain down, and you're writing it down for yourself. And you're saying, this is something that is speaking to me. This is important. Because what it does is it helps you do the next step. And the next step is to think about what you've just written. Think about the Bible passage. Let the word of God flow around your head. See, here's the thing. In our fast-paced society, now how, how, many, how many people 
live in our world that where, you know, you've got text messages going on, you've got social, um, social networking notifications going on, you've got all of these things going on and there's, there's stuff happening. You know, there's, there's not a moment you could actually sit in our digital connected world where it goes slow. Matter of fact, you actually have to look very hard. There's these um, videos you can find which are slow-paced videos which just may take you on a train ride. They put a camera on it and you just watch the world go by. Nothing else apart from that to help you slow down because we live in an incredibly fast-paced world. And let me say, your brains are incredibly fast. Your brains process information really quickly. We process, we think, and we think lots of stuff, don't we? We think many, many thoughts. Have you ever, have you ever taken a moment just to sit down and think how many thoughts you've actually think in a day? That's a really funny statement, isn't it? Have you ever thought about the things that you think during the day? How many, th- how many would you guess that would that be? Anybody? Millions. Well, we've got a huge number over there. Millions. That's a, that's a lot of... Kerry's got a lot of thoughts going on there. Probably not quite up there. Okay. That, because that's like... That's amazingly fast thinking. But, but I, let, let, let me go... They've, they've kind of estimated roughly between 50,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day, depending on how fast you think. Uh, let me put that into perspective. That's 35 to 55 thoughts every minute. So on average you have a new thought every 1.3 seconds. That's pretty amazing. So the time I've said this, you've thought of something else. And you've thought of something else. And you've thought of something else. Our brain does lots of thinking. It makes me almost exhausted thinking about how much thinking that you're doing. But what we need to do in order to think about the Bible and let it sit in our lives so it will change and create a new pathway for you is to actually sit on it longer than 1.3 seconds. Actually sit on it and let it roll around in your brain. Think about the words that are written. Think about the meaning of those things. Think about what God is saying to you. Let the Holy Spirit flow through you and work through you and open up the passage. Take the moment to figure out where this where this sits in the history, take a moment to figure out how this is speaking to a person and a, or a community, then think and sit, how is it speaking to you? So even in just that moment of just trying to explain, just thinking about the passages, we've taken more time and we've spent more time thinking about what it means for us and what the Bible is saying. So we're going to write it down, we're going to think about it, and then we're actually going to claim that biblical truth for ourselves. We're going to confess that this is what God is saying for us. We're going to declare this in our lives. See, here's the thing. If we're going to counter the lies we believe, we're going to counter the negative things that we think of, we're going to replace them with the truth of the gospel in our lives. And this is not a one-time thing. This is an ongoing, continuous process that we have for ourselves. Um, it's a day-by-day, a minute-by-minute things. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4 says this. But Jesus told him, No, the Scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So here is a wonderful statement from Jesus for us that our lives 
will be a reflection of God's word for us. We live on the word of God. We live on the word of God found in the Bible. Let that be sustenance for you. Let that be the place that changes your thinking and then changes your life. Here's the thing that helps me often when my brain goes into the negative thinking mode. And honestly, it happens. And I want to say it happens to all of us. See, when, when that happens for me, one of the things I do is I actually take myself out of that situation that has triggered that negative thought. You know, we will have situations that will trigger negative things within our brains. Uh, situations, a person, a comment, something goes on, you know, um, it might even be, you know, a, a place that you're at. One of the things is if you take away the trigger that triggers that negative thought, so step out of that, take that time out and come away. For me, I, I will have to do that. Now, at times, I won't be able to do that straight away because something will happen and it will trigger a negative thought. I have to pack that up, put that away in myself, hold it for a little bit, but capture that negative thought, don't let it take over. And then when I've got the space, I will actually, for this, this is what has helped me recently and, and it's helped me through some tough times, is to actually go out, actually take some worship music with me and I go for a walk. I take myself out of the situation and I let worship music, not, not just any music, but worship music that is speaking into God's love for us, speaking into lifting us up and, and speaking into the God is there for us and, and, and with us. Worship music that lifts you up. So it takes me out of space, breaks that moment of negative thoughts and starts replacing it with thoughts and music that's saying, you are worthy, that God is there for you, that God loves you and God cares for you. Starts replacing those things. At, at, at other times, I will also have the Bible with me and just listen to the words of the Bible um, just play out and, and listen for God's word for me in that space and just let it flow through my mind and start to replace it. So by doing these steps of taking ourselves out, that helps us to combat that. We don't, we stop the moment, we capture those negative thoughts, we put them aside and we start replacing them with the truth. So what are we going to do? We're going to write down the gospel truth for ourselves. We're going to spend time reflecting upon those truths. It's interesting because, uh, you know, um, often the Bible will talk about reflecting on the word of God is like a cow chewing on the cud, ruminating over it, which means to chew on something, digest it, bring it back up, chew it on some more, digest it, bring it back up, chew it on some more. So it's, it's not just the fleeting moment, it's actually spending time and letting God challenge you and change you in your thinking. So we're going to write it down, we're going to spend time thinking about it, reflecting on it, and then we're going to declare the truth in our lives each day. What is God actually saying to me? And that's replacing those negative thoughts with the truth of the gospel in our lives, replacing them with the positive things. You know, 
For me, one of the things that just sits and reminds me each way, each time, and, and I, I reflect on it always, is that I am wonderfully and beautifully made, that I am made in the image of God, and that God gave his son, his one and only son, for the whole world. That means me and that means you. And I sit and I reflect on that, that and I go, when the negative things are rolling around in my mind, I go, but God loves me. God wants the best for me. God has given the best for the whole world. And I start letting those parts take hold and not the negative. So basically what we're doing is we're creating new neural pathways for our souls. If we want to go into some science and all of that and want to delve more into that, you can. Um, and Annette has done a whole lot on neuroplasticity and encourage you to go and have a chat with her about that. But we're not going to stay in the same old ways. If we keep on going down the same old paths, if we keep on walking down the same old paths in our minds, then our behaviours are going to continue on the same old paths that we've done. We need to change our thinking. We need to create a fresh path. We need to get out of the rut that causes us to think negatively about ourselves and think positively about ourselves because we've replaced those negative thoughts with positive ones from the truth of the gospel. Psalm 119 verse 105 says this, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So important for us that your word of God is a lamp for your feet and a guide for your path. That means that we walk a new path that God is placing for us. And you might be saying, that's really easy, Simon. Great words, just harder to do in practice. Let me be honest, it is. There are times when a situation will come up and you will think negatively for yourself. And I will go back to old behaviours. Have you noticed that when you're stressed, when you're tired, that you do the things that you don't want to do? Yeah? Those negative things. But here's the thing. And when tough stuff comes up, when negative things come up, when situations arise that cause those things, We're not going to go back into the old paths. We're going to choose to do differently. So you can't always control what actually will happen to you. But you can actually control how you react. You can control how you think in those situations. If you don't control what you think, then you'll never get to control how you behave. Let me say that again. If you don't control how you think, you'll never get to control how you behave. So if you want to create a New Year's resolution, you have to change your thinking behind that New Year's resolution. So if your minds are full of lies and negative thoughts about yourself and your self-worth, then you're always going to move in that direction of those negative thoughts. But if you replace those with the positive affirmations of God, if you're written down those thoughts, and so the reason why I'm saying write them down is when you're coming into a mode of, of starting to think negative things, pull them out. Have, put them in a book. Put them in a card drawer. Stick them up around the bathroom. Put them somewhere. 
and pull them out and let them speak again into you. They spoke into you once, you wrote it down, it was important for you, let it speak into you again. And make that declaration. Take that truth and say it for yourself. I am wonderfully and beautifully made. God loves me for who I am. I am not a failure. I can do all things in the power of God. These are declarations that you can make for yourself and they start changing your thinking, your behaviour. So we're going to replace the negative thoughts, the lies that come into our minds about who we are with a positive, with the truth of the gospel in our lives. I want to, I want to leave you with this passage from 2 Timothy verse, chapter 3, verse 16. And it says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realise what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses us, uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. God is changing our lives. God is changing our thinking. God is changing us. The word of God will change your life. Let the Holy Spirit come upon you and open up the God's word for you in a new and fresh and relevant way for you. So let's just pray together. A gracious, loving God, we just give you thanks. We give you thanks that you can challenge us, that you can help us, that you can correct us. But Lord, above all things, we ask that you change our thoughts about ourselves. Remove those negative thoughts from our lives and replace them with the truth of your gospel. Lord, mate, Lord, may we come into that moment knowing your love, your care, your grace, your mercy for us. Oh, Lord, I just pray this in the power of Jesus Christ's name. Amen.